Hey friends, it's Shauna, your nerdy girlfriend and life coach from simpleonpurpose.ca. And this is part two of how minimalism has changed my life. In the first episode, I covered how minimalism has changed my motherhood specifically. And so today I'm going to get into how minimalism has changed my marriage, my homemaking, and my life. So right before we jump into part two, I do want to give you a heads up about a new membership coaching program that I am opening up in April, the Life on Purpose Academy. Currently, I'm working with a small group of women who are my beta group, and we are going through a monthly topic, Q&A calls, and coaching calls. And next month, I'll be opening it up to founding members so you can enter at a founding member rate and be part of that coaching membership program where you get regular support, where you're regularly thinking about how to build an intentional life, how to live life on purpose, and get support along the way to actually put this information into practice in your life. So in April, we'll be opening it up to the founding members. We'll be covering a different topic each month. And in April, we are going to start with stress and coping. If this is something that you want more information on, you want coaching on, you want support on, then do join as a founding member and get in at that founding member rate. If you are part of the Simple Saturdays newsletter, you are going to see this information coming your way. And if you are not part of it, stop by the website and sign up so that you don't miss these notifications. All right, let's jump on in. How minimalism changed my marriage. And when I ask my husband this, he just kind of laughs. He's like, well, I'm just really surprised you did it (laughs) because that is kind of how it started. And I have learned that I am just someone who often taps into the energy and vision of the person I'm with. I think this is a type nine quality, if you know the Enneagram, but I would often just merge my agenda with my husband's. But when I decided to declutter the home, I was doing most of it solo. He was upstairs watching the kids and he kind of just stood back speechless like I was getting things done, aka following through to the end. And he told me he was proud of me. And you know what? Even if he didn't say it, I was proud of me because taking this kind of responsibility for our space, it was changing his respect for me. But really, it was me. Like I was showing up differently. I was respecting me. I was taking responsibility. And that was a great feeling. It allowed me to show up differently in my marriage and come into the marriage as someone who has that already for herself and doesn't need anyone to give it to her. Sharing a vision for our space has been really important in how we spend our money and our time as we create our home. So before, when our house was mainly used, like the basement was all storage pretty much. And the conversations we had were usually around how to avoid the basement (laughs) or how to organize the basement. But since the basement is clear and we've decluttered, we take time to talk about how we want to use a certain room or certain space and we get on the same page and we look for the right furniture and how it will be laid out and how we think it's best to spend our money. And also the biggest thing is we have a vision, we have a shared vision, and it is so empowering to do things that move you towards that. If you were part of the Making Change Challenge, you heard me talk about positive motivation that moves you towards things and negative motivation that moves you away from things. Side note, you can still join the challenge. I'll link it in the show notes. But when we have this vision of what we do, then our chores, they're like, yeah, of course I'll do that chore. Like it's gonna move me towards that vision. So overall, we just had less fighting and more collaboration and more time together. So, I mean, yeah, now our kids are in school, but I still work and he does his own thing. But when we are home together, when we have that time together, we don't spend it 
lot doing a lot of cleaning things are more manageable but i think the big thing is that we like our space like we like how our living room feels we like being in it and we don't feel the need to just like get out and be away from our space like i really value just getting cozy on the couch eating a platter of emotions staring out the window at trees while we drink our coffee those are special moments for me how minimalism has changed my homemaking I do not want to mislead anyone in thinking that becoming a minimalist, decluttering your home will make it always clean because hashtag we still live here. And if you follow on me on Instagram, you will see the odd Instagram story that just shows our house, what it looks like on any given day, that it is still messy. Like we live here, but my pitch is that it does make it easier to clean. I know that I can within about 10 minutes clean most any space in my house aside from my daughter's room because she's pretty much a messy crafting gangsta. But from what my parents tell me, <laughs> I was the same way. So there is hope that there can be order in her house in the future. <laughs> More room for the business of homemaking. And when it comes to homes, I've come to view them as part business. Like there needs to be systems, there needs to be services, inflows, outflows. How does the recycling come in and go out of the house? Where do you put sunscreen? How do you store batteries? Like what's your laundry system? And so as we've decluttered our home, we have had the chance to adjust systems to make them flow better for us. Like our recycling bins were on the back porch of the house and now they are downstairs in the laundry room. So no one's like fighting icicles in the winter and all of that. We moved a ad hoc office that we had in the kitchen down to the basement. So it's legit. All the office stuff lives here. We've decided to pare down our mudroom and give everything in that mudroom its own home. Like I didn't need more storage. I just needed less things in the way of how I wanted to use my home. And in the show notes, I'm going to link a post about the organization mistakes that I made that really got in my way and how I was organizing my home after I decluttered. I feel like I am more calm in homemaking and I think the big thing is that there is a real emotional burden when it comes to clutter. It's always in the back of our brain. Like when my basement was just this like shameful place of storage that I had to hide, it was always undealt with. It was always there. Anytime I would sit on the couch, it would kind of be in the back of my brain. Oh, I still have to do that, still have to do that. And the weight of that, the nagging of that, it pesters you when you're trying to relax. And now it's dealt with. Now these things are dealt with and the chattering has stopped and I just feel more calm in showing up in my home. I mean, it's my home is not spotless, but I just feel like things are manageable. I'll get to it when I get to it. And these huge kind of weighty things that burden my that burdened my brain before, they're not really there anymore. And the last big one when it comes to homemaking is it allowed me to reclaim my role as homemaker. And last year I released the Reclaim Your Home course and one foundational lesson I had put in it was reclaiming your role as homemaker because we live in a culture that really dismisses the role of homemaker as subservient and outdated. And I think this has resulted in a lot of men and women who have just abandoned the responsibility and the joy and don't puke when I say it of being a homemaker and therefore we've lost the art of it and the knowledge of homemaking. But if you have a home to care for, you are by default a homemaker. But the best news is you get to make this role mean anything you want to. So to me, a homemaker is someone who creates space to gather and rest, someone who creates systems to run the home well, 
and someone who brings in beauty and order. And that feels empowering. Like I used to look for ways that someone could step in and save me from my home, but now I feel that it's my responsibility and my privilege to be the homemaker for my home. And if you are feeling like those sentiments just feel so far away from what I feel right now, that's okay. (laughs) You could just start with, it's possible that I can just show up and do things that I want to do that make my home a place that I want to be in. It's possible that I could get to a place where I enjoy being a homemaker. It is possible. And finally, how minimalism has changed my life. The biggest thing is control. I feel more in control instead of like scrambling for control all the time. And as I went through all of my earthly possessions, I got a lot of practice in making decisions and taking action. And this taught me that I can be someone who is in control. I had lived so much of my life on autopilot, but being face to face with like the physical manifestation of the autopilot, it was humbling and it provoked me to make changes. I wanted to be in control of my life and not just my home. Minimalism, it's made me more proactive because I became proactive with my space. I put myself in the driver's seat of it and it made me want to put myself in the driver's seat of how I was living my life, how I was raising my family, how I was showing up as a person. And I will link the whole page all about life on purpose, but know that it started just with something as simple as decluttering and letting me shift my views on where I could be responsible and proactive in my life. I do more things, but the things I want to do. And before, when I had all of this stuff, I ended up just kind of doing nothing. There was too many options. There was too much confusion. But as I deleted these things from my space, then I'm left with the things I love to do and I'm making time to do them. Before minimalism, I did have that ongoing chatter in my brain of the things I needed to clean. I was pinning home organizing solutions. I just, I wasn't in a space where I felt really proactive and responsible with anything. But now that I have gone through this process, I find that the chatter is gone. I have space and time that I have ownership over and I prioritize and I'm in control of. And so I make more time in my week to do the things I love. I am more mindful and mindfulness is having a moment right now, but it really just means stopping, slowing down, paying attention because when we are operating from a stressful state all the time, we're using a different part of our brain. There's different hormones running through our body, but when we slow down, take some deep breaths, calm down our nervous system, we get to access a different part of our brain, the prefrontal cortex that helps make us good decisions, logical thinking, rational long-term thinking. This is a very important part of our brain that we need to tap into if we're going to be mindful. So minimalism, it just makes you more mindful. You're sitting with your stuff and you're thinking about your relationship with your stuff and your relationship with your state, with your space. It makes you mindful of how you're using your space, what you want to bring into your space, how you use stuff and how you need stuff. And it makes you mindful of how you spend money on stuff. And I definitely needed more mindfulness around that ladder. So putting the practice of just pausing and evaluating things like this, it's made me all around more mindful of just my daily life, how I'm showing up, what I'm doing. And it just helps me to show up and enjoy things and feel like I can take the next step mindfully and proactively and positively. And don't think that I just live my life like this all the time. I don't want to mislead anyone in thinking I'm some kind of like zen guru who just has like life on dial i don't like guys i have parts of my life on dial but it gives me hope that i could catch up with the rest of them in time (laughs) 
I feel more secure in who I am. And I've shared before that minimalism changes your life because it's the process of unearthing who you are underneath all the stuff you have accumulated in an effort to become who you think you should be. And so minimalism, it was shedding off layers. It helped me to really get more in tune with who I am, what I love, what I want more of. Because if you've read the post on identity clutter, then you know that there's all these things in our home that we feel like we should want or one day we'll want or we used to want. And these things, they represent these versions of us, of who we want to show that we are. But who are we underneath? Do I really want to go cross-country skiing? Do I really want to make beeswax candles? Do I really want to make seven seed loaf like really I have the stuff for it but I'm not doing it so maybe it's time to let it go so the biggest compliment I have ever had about my home is that it feels like me my friends and family have told me that they feel like this when they're in my home and I know that the ideas of self-expression they can feel like woo-woo or frivolous but a lot can be said for feeling like people know you and they see you in all the areas of your life Maybe this is the type nine in me, but that is meaningful to me. And finally, minimalism changed my mind. It changed my mindset because minimalism is about filling your space with things that are useful and beautiful. But I became someone who wanted to fill my life, my schedule, my thoughts, my relationships with things that are useful and beautiful. Before decluttering, before minimalism, I thought that I was kind of at the mercy of whatever life was going to throw at me, but now I see that I can always be editing these things. And this is something that I just value so much as a life coach especially, is that we can edit out these things that are not useful and beautiful in our mindsets, in our lives, in all areas of our life. And it's just really, really freeing that we get to keep and choose what is useful and beautiful to us. So do stop by the show notes. I'm going to fill it with a whole bunch of links that kind of share all the little pieces of the journey that I just shared with you here. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I want you to feel encouraged that you don't need to go and declutter your whole home this weekend. Just do one simple thing. It doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to be progress. So just do one little thing, one drawer, one closet, and let yourself practice it. It's going to take practice to learn this new skill, this new habit. It's going to take learning new ways of showing up and tapping into new parts of your brain and new muscles and all these things, but it is possible. So just take it bit by bit, do a little bit every day and become someone who has decluttered their home and allowed minimalism to change their lives. And often I get emails, especially from Simple Saturday readers, sharing some of the changes that they have seen in their own life through decluttering, through minimalism. And if you have a story that you would like to share as encouragement to other women who are going through it, please do find me, email me, or message me on Instagram at simpleonpurpose.ca and let me know that you have a story that you would like to share and I will get that on the blog so that other people can read that and be encouraged by it as well. 